what do I define about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, you respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And on this episode, we're talking about year-end reviews, year-end reviews and year-end reflection. And it's funny because I feel like year-end reviews have such a bad rep because it's like a performance review almost at work. And so typically right, your leadership, your management, your boss, whomever does like a sit down and you review your goals and like what you've accomplished and blah, 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 and how you've been performing. And it's not fun because typically it, you know, either ends well or it ends poorly. And I've been on the both ends of that, right. With all of these different things that people review and, and critique and it's, it's painful, but this is like the complete opposite of that. This is like us taking some time to sit down and reflect. And so the way this episode is going to go is I am going to go through a year-end journal prompt download. I actually created a download. So if you're not driving or like washing dishes right now and you want to check it out, you just click on the show notes or go to my website, networkandspill.com. I've actually plastered this all over the place because it is so cute. I'm so proud of myself for how this turned out. Um, I actually was inspired by a Pinterest post that I had seen because um, I've been doing these year-end reviews every so often. Like I did one a couple years ago, Rosetta Thurman. Um, she was the first person who kind of showed me about year-end reviews and what that looks like. And I did it last year and the year before. Um, so I really like it, but I wanted to take a different spin to that sort of year end process. Um, so I created my own and this is a pin that you can pin on Pinterest to a board somewhere. You can download it, have it next to you. And I know a lot of you all are out here buying planners and some of you have an addiction to buying journals. So this would be the perfect, literally one of the best reasons to crack open a new journal and get to writing. Um, there are 40 questions here total. 30 of them are specifically for 2018 reflecting. And then 10 of the questions at the end are all for the new year. So 2019 prep, like mentally getting your mind in the game. And so I'm really excited about this document that I made. I think it looks really cute and it's just something that you can share with, you know, people that, you know, women, men, whomever that, you know, are trying to do big things or that maybe had a really busy and full year. I think a lot of times, you know, when you look at the year, it goes by so quickly, right? Especially when we look at that Black Panther came out this year, right? It feels like it's been a gazillion years since that came out, but that was this year. And, you know, I was living in a totally different state um, at the time. So a lot has transpired over the last couple of over the last few months, right? And I think a lot of people have felt that way. So the year-end reflections are important because it helps you kind of take a step back and review everything that went well, things that you want to improve on, um, and really just get yourself together, get yourself in order, get your mind right for what's to come or what you want to come. And I think just like with business, right, which is why they have performance yearly reviews, is because, you know, you want to be able to take a st second and step back and say, okay, this is what I really excel in. And this is where I need help or where I need to spend more time and focus. So you get better, right? I think the most important part of this is to one, really be able to expel that gratitude, to 
look back and just be in awe of your life and how far you've come and how much you've you've done, right? Because essentially at this point, you have survived every one of your worst days and you have enjoyed every one of your best days. So this is the time to look back and say, wow, thank you. This has been amazing. Even if, you know, some days it wasn't. Um, just to be grateful, right? Because you made it through. So that's the first part. The second thing is, I think the reflecting and the preparation is also important so that you can get better, so that you can get what you want. So if 2018 sucked for you and you're like, dude, this year was a hot mess, just like I am, then it gives you the opportunity to say, okay, well, how can I be less of a shit show next year? How can I make 2019 completely different than 2018? These are the things that you get to work on, but you can't do that if you just roll up into 2019 like everything has been fine the last year or two when they haven't, right? Or when they maybe were, but they weren't. So for me, it's just, it's extreme planning to the point of like really prepping, really prepping. I love this. I totally said that on purpose, but it's it's preparation and, you know, prep work. So I like this. I think it's fun. It doesn't take that long. Um, And what's kind of fun about today's episode is I'm going to walk you through some of the questions and then give you some of my answers because I've actually done this. And it's funny, some of these questions, like you really do have to sit and think. Like it's not just a, oh yeah, let's just, no. Like some of them you really have to be like, well, damn, let me see if I can think of anything. (laughs) So that's the fun part about it, in my opinion, right? So get, when you do this, definitely like, lock off some time, block off some time, lock yourself in a room, um, get your journal and like a really pretty pen, um, maybe a brand new pen that you buy at Staples when you're out there buying your journal, your planner for 2019. Um, get yourself ready, like light a candle, get a glass of wine, get a, a latte, get some water. Cause it's dry. Like the air in Virginia is literally drying everything out of my body. Like my eyes are dry. It's bad. Um, you know, get some water, sit down, put your fuzzy socks on, um, take your bra off, whatever you're trying to do to get comfortable, get comfortable and then just sit with this and really, really, really take the time to seriously review it. And what would be even cooler is if you would take this when you're finished and save it to look at next year. So one thing that um, I am going to say here, so my coaching program is three months, right? Because I, I do it kind of quarterly, but I'm also thinking of doing these quarterly reviews so that at the end of the year, we can actually go back and look at the quarterly review information and say, okay, cool. This is what I accomplished in these three months. So that way at the end of the year, you're not like, well, damn, what did I do? I don't even remember Wakanda. Like, I don't even remember what happened in February. Like, cause I, my memory is pretty shitty. I actually write down everything I do every day, just like factual data, um, in this little agenda that I have. And I talk about this all the time because it helps me track, but what it doesn't do is it doesn't necessarily talk about my accomplishments or, you know, things I want to focus on or any of my goals. So, um, I think the quarterly review is something I'm going to start implementing as well, just as like something to side note here, in case you, you do want that, like more, um, sort of detailed and outlined and organized planning and prep and mindset work. Like definitely ping me if that's like, you're like, Ooh, that sounds cool. Then then let me, let me know. But anyway, so let's get started. So again, there are 40 questions. We're going to start with the first kind of 30. I'm just going to roll through some of them. So you know what you're getting into. And then I'm going to answer. I wrote down a couple that I'm actually going to talk about for myself personally. So, okay. So for 2018, the first question is what three adjectives best describe this year. Um, and so for me, the three adjectives, right? Um, an adjective just FYI, it can be an adjective, it could maybe even be a verb. Um, but three words that best describe 
2018. Uh, for me, the words that came up, and I always recommend choosing what comes up first because sometimes that's the realest. <laughs> um, but also, obviously, sit down and actually reflect and like really think about it. But for me, the words were busy, educational, and determined as fuck. I put AF, determined AF after educated or educational. So um, these were three words that came up for me. I was super busy. I traveled quite a bit. Um, I, I learned a lot. I went through a lot of business trainings, conferences, um, webinars, podcasts. Like I did a lot of work. I learned a lot of stuff this year. Um, and then I was determined. Like I had it in my mind that I wanted to do this and I wanted to be a business owner. And so I pushed and I pushed and I pushed. So um, that's what I put for my three adjectives. I'd love to know what yours are. Like if you are cool with sharing some of your answers, definitely hit me up, tweet me. Um, my handle on Twitter is Whitney DC Life. I'm on there pretty regularly now. Um, or just send me an email or, or message me on like IG or Facebook. But I would love to know what some of your adjectives are because um, some of these are really fun. Okay, so number two is rate your year from one to 10. I gave 2018 a seven, um, but I really want you to think about it. Um, so, so for me, 2018 was definitely like a, a trying year, right? I was kind of pulling myself out of my own funk and getting my mind together and getting my business organized and traveling a bit. And just like, I was tired a lot. I was trying to get my health under control because traveling is really, really hard on your body and um, obviously stress, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, that's why I gave 2018 a seven, but I'm curious where your number is. And I would also recommend that you sit with that for a second and, and really make sure you're giving it a strong like a true number, not just like where you're feeling for this month, right? Like really think about all of the other months, not just like how you've been feeling with the holidays. And you're like, uh, 2018, a three, because I know, I know the stressful, stressfulest, stressfulest. Is that a word? It's a really stressful time of year for sure with the holidays. It's fun, but it's also like cold and windy and rainy and gross. And I digress. Okay. Number three, um, list your top 10 highlights from this year. List them, list them, list them, list them. I want to know what your top highlights are. Um, obviously, number four, your top 10 disappointments from the year. So for my highlights, I put traveling, right? I did a lot of traveling. I went to some really cool yoga studios. I found my, one of my favorite ones in the country in Dallas this past year, Black Swan Yoga. I love that place. I miss it every single day. Um, obviously, music because I'm a big music person. So um, I love New Music Fridays. That's like a highlight of every week. Um, I met a lot of really cool new people. I've been traveling and like going around to all these different places. And I just love meeting really cool people randomly all of the time. Um, I went to some cool conferences this year. I went to blog her in New York city, which was amazing. I went to 21 summit in Atlanta with 2190 and the Blavity crew. That was also amazing. Um, I went to the tech connect conference in uh, San Francisco this year, which is also really cool. I was chosen as a, as a fellow for that. So that was like even better. Um, and that was a great conference. And then obviously food, because I love eating and like trying new stuff. And so I had a lot of really good food this year. Um, yeah, I love, I love that. I love travel. That's the best part about traveling for me is like photography and food. Um, yeah, so those are some highlights. I don't know if that was 10, but that was like a good handful. Um, and obviously you don't have to do 10. You could do way more, right? If you want to list like everything really amazing that happened, list it because in 10 years, are you going to remember all these things? Maybe not, right? I mean, I know I won't. So I have to write it down. Okay. So for my disappointments, um, my car was broken into in January. That really sucked. Um, 
start of the year. I was on my way to a really important meeting and my doors were open in my car on the sixth floor of a parking garage where I lived. Like it was, it was a disaster. Um, luckily they didn't break anything. Hallelujah. Thank you for that. Um, they have some kind of like Spider-Man tool where they can get into your car if you have, um, the intelligent key and they can just like open your doors. So I walked to my car and both of my doors were open. I only have two and they were open like, Hey, and someone had rummaged through all my stuff. So that was fun. Um, I, 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 I had some things just, you know, random disappointments with friends and stuff like that. But I also was disappointed when, um, or I was sad really when, uh, my uncle passed away and, uh, I had to come to Virginia for the funeral for that. So that was really sad because he was really funny and, I loved him quite a bit. So that was disappointing. Um, one of my favorite bartenders in Dallas was involved in a hit and run accident. And at like two, three in the morning on his way home from work by some like crazy druggie, like I was, I'm still angry about that. Still angry about that. He was like 22 years old. Um, it's just, it, it just kills me. Right. I, 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 I that was, a, that was an upsetting time of year. Um, the midterm elections were disappointing. <laughs> they were they were good in some ways, right? So I had a hard time writing that one down because there were so many good things that happened, um, but it was still disappointing, right? What happened in Florida? What happened in Georgia? Um, what's happening to some of the people that were um, involved? It's, it's just been it's just been kind of a mess. I was really disappointed that day. I will say I went to bed kind of upset uh, in November. So, um, and then I was just disappointed with other things. Like I had a loft in Dallas and I was going to lease and then you know, that fell apart because their leasing management company sucked and they, could, they couldn't get their stuff together. And <sighs> sad face. I had to, I got into an accident. My, somebody hit my freaking car right before I was about to go to a wedding in Monterey the next day. I was in Virginia with my mom in the car who never gets in the car with me. Like we never drive in my car. We, you know, she'll drive her car, or somebody else's car, but um, I drove to go get our nails done and we're at a stoplight trying to figure out like where we're going to go. We're going to turn in and go to this one nail salon. And this like college kid with a huge Ford 350, there's like rams in the back of my car. Like he taps my car, but we're at a decline and you know, his car is big as hell. My car is teeny. And so my back was all weird and I had to go to like physical therapy all the time. And the physical therapy felt pretty good, but the accident didn't and the pain didn't because like I did yoga one day and my back was in like excruciating pain for like 12 hours. So that sucked. Um, so that accident wasn't, wasn't great. I had to get my car, you know, the whole bumper redone and, um, painted. And now I have to get the car repainted so that it matches and it's flush. And so I picked a wrong place to go get my car detailed at the caliber collision that I went to was a whack. So sad face. <sighs> that was disappointing. That was disappointing. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm just going to go on to, okay. So number five was what was your main mood for 2018? And this one was fun because I had a couple moods, but the one that comes up the most for me is Tiffany Haddish. She ready. That was definitely my mood. And that's definitely how I'm ending the year and kind of beginning, you know, 2019 with I'm, I'm leading with that because I was like, I got ready this year. Um, 2018 was a, um, a year of preparation and then, you know, 2019 is going to be all about execution. So yeah, I can literally just see Tiffany waving her arm in the air. <laughs> That's the mood. That's the mood for 2018 for sure. Um, okay. So next up is number six. If you could do it over again, what would you do or what would you redo in 2018 and why? So That's a good one, right? Um, let's see. Number eight. 
Now, number seven, how are you different this year versus last year? It's a great one. Um, I think in 2017, I was dealing with a lot of heartbreak and like butthurtness and sadness. Like I was just really upset from things not going my way and just drama, drama and breakups. Meh. And this year was, was different from that. It was more of like recouping and recovering and getting my shit together and organizing my life and figuring out what it is I really want. So this year was a lot different. Um, I was still sad. There were still bouts of sadness, you know, in there. And I spent a lot of time alone this year, which I hadn't done before. Um, but it paid off and like, I feel really, really good now. Um, you know, ending the year and and getting ready for 2019. Like I felt like, I feel like the work that I put in this year, even though it was sometimes grueling, um, like that's the perfect word for it. Um, it, it paid off like all those days I spent like listening to Sabrina Claudio, like alone in my apartment when it was super gloomy with like a hot cup of tea, just like pouting by myself. Um, those days, you know, paid off that, that sadness and that disappointment and loneliness from previous, um, months or the year before it, 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 it paid off and now I feel much better. So it was a really cathartic year. Um, okay. Number eight, what are you super proud of? What are you super proud of that you accomplished this year? Well, I mean, I launched, technically I launched two podcast shows. I had my show, the bougie Chronicles, um, in January that I launched and that did really, really well for six months. And then I launched a new show, um, this one, and I really love this one. So that's a huge accomplishment. Um, I moved out of my apartment in Dallas by myself. That was an accomplishment, right? Moving by yourself sucks. Moving period sucks, but moving by yourself sucks even more. And then I drove from Dallas all the way to Virginia and I stopped in Louisiana and I stopped in Tallahassee. So I was really proud of that trip that I took because I did all of that myself um, and I killed it. So yeah, the road trip. Um, I would say two um, leaving corporate. I think that was a huge accomplishment this year that I really, 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 really wanted. Um, and so that happened, I was able to manifest that. And also, um, really just kind of being alone. I think that was a big accomplishment because a lot of people run from that and I didn't, I kept the course, I kept it moving. So yeah. Number nine, what was the most challenging part of this year and how did you deal with it? That's a really good one. It's a really, really, really good one. Please take time to kind of really think about your challenges and um, and how you dealt with it. Because I think the way that you deal with, you know, one thing is how you deal with everything. People say that. And I never really got that until recently. But I do think that the way you deal with your problems is a really big testament of how you deal with life and how you deal with things and how you will deal with things in the future. So be very mindful of how you deal with with different difficult things. Um And so I will say here, just, I had some issues earlier this year with um, a project that I was on. Some of my team members were just really, really, really difficult. The client was really difficult and we struggled. Um, And being able to stand up for myself and communicate effectively and, you know, maintain composure. These were things that I had to learn, um, leaning on people that cared about me to help direct me and help keep me on the right course were all things I learned about this year and how I was able to persevere. So definitely um, take heed for number nine. Number 10, which person has made the biggest impact in your life this year and why? It's a good one. Definitely, definitely think of it. Not just celebrities, but like people in your everyday life. Maybe you have a barista that you're obsessed with who's just so amazing and so good to you. Um, And maybe it's somebody at work or, you know, at your local grocery store. I don't know. But think about people who have really made a difference in your life. 
um, whether you know them or whether you don't, whether they know you or whether they don't. Um, number 11, your top songs and most listened to tracks according to Spotify this year. So Spotify said my top people were ASAP Rocky, ASAP Mob, Tyler the Creator, and Sabrina Claudio. I find that obviously very accurate because I go to, I go to them all the time. Those are my three. Those are my three groups. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not sorry. Like that's just that's just what it is. Like take it or leave it. It is what it is. Um, okay, so definitely tweet me those. Like if you've got your your top music, definitely send those to me. I had some people send them to me already on on uh, Snapchat. It's so much fun. Okay. Uh next up, number 12. What was the nicest thing someone did for you this year? I had a friend, literally, I remember taking a nap. I had had like a kind of a sad day. I was feeling kind of like meh. And I woke up from this nap, which I rarely take naps, rarely. And I looked at my email and I saw that my friend Andy had sent me a $50 Starbucks gift card for no reason. No reason. He just sent it. And I was like, what? Now, keep in mind, guys, if you follow me on social media, you know I have a latte almost every day. An oat milk latte, an almond milk latte, coconut milk latte. I have a latte almost every day. From either Dunkin' Donuts, Wegmans, um, Starbucks, Pete's, like I go hard on lattes. Like that's what I do every day. It's one of my favorite parts of the day. Um, clearly, I've had my coffee today because I'm feeling like really good and I'm talking a little bit more like energetically. It's the, that's the latte. Like I love them, especially when it's cold. So to wake up to that was just such a surprise. I was like, oh my God. And I messaged him and I was like, I love you so much. I think I called him and he was at the grocery store, but it was just like, really, it was just, it was just so nice and thoughtful. And it just, it made my day. Seriously, it made my day. I was beaming for like 24 hours, something so simple, right? Um, Also, I had, I definitely have to give a shout out to Chris, my um, podcast episode editor. He's been with me since like, last year, I would say, well, 2017, right? End of 2017. And he's been editing all of my episodes. And so that has been such a gift um, to have somebody help me each week. And, and it really, he's almost an accountability partner and doesn't know it because I know he's expecting me to send him things. So I can't just fall off. You know, I went to a, a podcasting festival this year and or a conference this year. And um, one of the things they said was that most podcasts drop off after like episode eight or nine. And I thought that was just insane. And so having Chris has been great because it it keeps me on point. Even though, you know, sometimes you get off track a little bit or you mix things up or I've had guests cancel last minute or like just flake out. It's been great having Chris. So Chris is definitely somebody who I would put on um, the, the list of people who've done like really great things um, for me this year. Uh, okay. Number 13, what do you deserve a pat on the back for? So this is fun because when I thought, when I thought about this, I was like, you know what? I deserve a pat on the back for waking up some of these mornings this year, because there were some mornings where I did not want to wake up and like get out of bed. I wanted to stay asleep. I wanted to go back to sleep. I wanted to just lay all day, um, for a number of reasons. You know, there's, there's so many things you just get bombarded and your body just gets tired. And it's crazy because with the, the job that I had, I was traveling so much and I was going so hard. I was running at like 70 miles per hour all of the time. Can you imagine driving your car at 70 miles an hour all of the time? Keep in mind, I have a sports car. I love driving my car fast, but 70 miles an hour, it's a lot. 
it's a lot. And I noticed whenever I stopped traveling, how much sleep I would get and how much I would lay and just want to not be bothered, not go anywhere, not do anything, not talk to anyone. Um, so there were days where it was really hard to get out of bed, not just because of the travel, but because of just being stressed out, not knowing exactly what my next step was going to be in life, not knowing where I wanted to live was a huge stressor this year. Um, you know, not knowing where I wanted to spend all of my time and just stuff like that. Like getting out of bed was like a big accomplishment some days. It was a big feat regularly. So, um, yeah, I definitely think I deserve a pat on the back for that. Also my podcast show and like doing things when other people said that I probably shouldn't, or I wouldn't be successful. Um, that always inspires me. So yeah, guys keep talking that shit. I love it. Um, okay. Next number 14, what purchase turned out to be one of the best buys ever. So my AirPods, I would say I was very hesitant on purchasing this because screw Apple and like their whole, their whole business model. Um, but I love these damn headphones. They're so great. I use them all the time. They're super handy and, uh, yeah, I love my damn AirPods. So that would definitely be my, like, um, <laughs> one of my biggest one of my best purchases this year. And also my Yeti mic, which I'm using right now. It picks up every single sound ever, um, which is really frustrating, but it's such a nice microphone and I feel professional when I use it and it just gives me that boost. Um, and I also bought some really great books this year. You guys know I love to read. So um, I bought a book by Mike Dooley, who was a reference. Somebody recommended I get one of his books back in like January or February this year. And um, he does a lot of work on mindset and like, it's just insane. I think because I listened to his book, that's why I ended up like getting kicked out of corporate. Like that book really, it, it helped me hone in on my manifesting skills and just get really clear about what I wanted. And like, next thing you know, I'm like getting shit going. It was crazy. So, um, yeah, I, I also bought some really great books. Oh, um, we're going to need more wine. It was a fantastic book I read this year. Uh, Tiffany Haddish's book, the last black unicorn, also a great book I read this year. Um, there was a few books I read this year that were great. The five second rule by Mel Robbins, um, soar by TD Jakes. Um, there were a bunch of books I read this year that were really, really, really good. So, um, yeah, that was, that was number 14, number 15, um, list some things that you did for the first time ever. First time ever. I did hot yoga. That was like one of the first times I've ever done that. And I kept going, which like shocked the shit out of me because I'm not a hot yoga person. I don't like drinking a ton of water. So I always like live my life one glass of water from being completely dehydrated. Um, so for me to go to hot yoga was a big deal. I've never sweat so much in my life because it felt so good. So hot yoga, that was something I like really got into this year. Um, I went to some new airports. I flew into Monterey, which is epic. I flew into San Jose, also epic. Um, I went to Lafayette, Louisiana, fun. I went, this is really, really nice there. I went to, um, Tallahassee and hung out there, which I guess I had been as a kid, but I hadn't been as a grown up, So that was fun. Um, yeah, there were a lot of things I did this year that were new. Um, obviously I, I went to some new places to eat and drink, hang out, party. Uh, so that's, that's always a good time as well. So yeah, love that question. Um, really sit and think about it because I'm sure every single month you did something different or something new. Um, okay. Number 16, funniest meme or funniest moment that still has you cracking up. So I was in San Diego recently and one of my friends, um, we were pretty lit and, um, they had all these dolls all over the 
the little bar and he started like playing with the doll and like stroking her hair and like posing with her and taking like, so it was just so stupid, but it was so funny. And I have the pictures. I laughed so hard at that and memes. Like who doesn't love memes guys? I'm in some group chats and like, that's the best part of my day. A lot of the times it's the memes. Um, okay. So definitely send me and tag me in your favorite memes or like gifs or whatever. Just send them. Please, 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 I beg of you, send them. I'm on IG, Whitney Danielle Coaching and Network and Spell. So just like send them to me because I want to see. Number 17, what slash who were some of your biggest distractions? IG, IG, IG was definitely a distraction. Also, um, my fears. (laughs) It's funny, but it's not. Like that's really a fear. Um, The fear-based thinking was definitely a distraction, right? Thinking about all the things that could go wrong, um, you know, all the things that I should be doing or I could be doing or I definitely should have had by now, you know, those kind of thoughts um, were distractions and were definitely um, keeping me from living my best life at times. Um, but obviously write those down, the things that you have, even if they're kind of embarrassing because it will help you. Once you're aware of a problem, it sometimes is easier, right, to make a better decision, but you have to be aware of it in order to really do that. Does that make sense? So please take the time and actually write these down. Um, number 18, how was your birthday, your favorite holiday? Um, my favorite holiday is the 4th of July, which is kind of ironic because it's like a weird holiday to begin with for like black people. But I love, 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 love the fireworks. Um, I had a decent 4th of July, obviously. Um, this year I was in Virginia, which was not supposed to happen this year for the 4th, but my uncle passed. So I drove up here um, and I was here for like that weekend. But the 4th itself, I was in Tallahassee with my friend Sankare and we had a great time. Um, and my birthday was in January. Meh, I hate my birthday month. But um, I was in San Diego and had my first uh, surprise birthday party, which was kind of fun. So yeah, shout out to Oscar in San Diego for throwing that and setting that up. I had an amazing birthday cake and we got lit and went to this really cool like bar and then went to, um, a speakeasy, not a speakeasy. It was, yeah, it was kind of a speakeasy. It was like in the cut, like behind a closed door that you didn't know was there. It looked like a bathroom, but there was like a dude sitting there with a stool chair and you're like, why are you sitting here? And then you go back there and it's like this super bougie, bar and you're like holy crap and the drinks were so good and then somebody brought me a taco and I was like I love you that was a really great birthday um number 19 what was the best compliment you received this year (laughs) somebody complimented my skin and I was like excuse me that's mean because my skin has been doing the most for the last year um literally the most like the absolute most and I have tried my damnedest to figure out what's going on with my skin and uh they gave me a compliment actually at the DC pod fest. And I was like, um, what my skin? Um, but you know, whatever I took it, it made my skin has gotten better, but like still I was kind of shocked by that. So uh, shout out. I think it was Eve. It was my friend, my new friend, Eve, who, who gave me that compliment, but yeah. Um, and also people complimenting my show, right? I love that my voice. So that's fun getting compliments like that. And, and then like that I've helped them or that I've inspired them in some way. Those are my best compliments because screw the physical ones, right? It's those ones that really show that I'm doing something of value in the world. Uh, number 20, what new things did you discover about yourself? Mm, I, what did I write down? I had to get out of my feelings into my bag. Ooh. And I also discovered that the show must go on and that I'll be okay. So those are some of my takeaways for sure. Um, 
number 21, favorite place you visited this year? I'm going to say San Jose and obviously San Diego. Um, San Jose because I had some of the best food there. And it was just so bougie. I just, I don't know. I liked it. Um, 22, top TV show on Netflix or audible book, podcast, or magazine. Um, top TV show, definitely Schitt's Creek. I'm obsessed. Um, another show I got into this year, um, the, what is it? Your girlfriend's guide to divorce. Um, that show canceled, but it was great while it lasted. Um, and then there's a new show called a million, a million little things. And I started watching that. I think it's an ABC show. Fantastic. Um, obviously I've got a ton of books on audible. I'll probably do a post about that. If you're interested, definitely make sure you're following me. I'll put all my top books there because I listen to audible Kindle and obviously like physical books, um, podcasts. I've got a list of those as well that I love. Um, so definitely ping me if you want more info. Number 23, what new skills did you learn? Did you unlearn anything? Well, I learned how to crochet like for real this year. I actually made like a whole blanket and a scarf. Um, so yeah, I'm learning how to like make stuff. My mom is like super into it and I try to make sure I'm doing things that people in my family are interested in doing so that we have things to kind of talk about. And you know, it's something just, I like doing it. So whatever crocheting, that's something new. Um, podcasting also, and then like just regular adulting, learning new things about how to be a successful grown up in society. So yeah, I also learned how to do an absentee ballot, which I guess I hadn't done. Um, <laughs> cause I was in Virginia while, you know, my residence was technically in Dallas. Um, okay. Number 24, who was your ride or die this year slash your go-to person? Everybody kind of has one. So think about all the people you've called the most or you've reached out to the most or you've reached when something good happens, who do you want to call? Um, number 25, what and who are you most thankful for? We just got done with Thanksgiving. This should be simple. Um, you should be doing gratitude exercises regularly. Please do them. Um, they really do make a difference. Um, number 26, what was your most used slash app slash device? Um, obviously my phone, duh. Um, I've been using the AirPods a lot. I've been using, using my microphone quite a bit. Um, I check my email way too freaking much. Um, I use Instagram quite a bit and obviously Spotify is my jam. So I use a lot of my apps a lot. So it's kind of cool. And also your phone, if you have, I think the iPhone, it tells you what you use the most and how long you spend using it. So it's kind of cool to track that just to see, because in like six years, it may be completely different completely different, right? Um, number 27, how did your overall outlook on life change or evolve? This was a good one. Um, so I think for me with this past year, learning that, you know, it does get better was a huge sort of motif, I guess, that went through, um, this year for me, um, that it does get better, that there are going to be the downtimes, and the alone times, and there are going to be the times where you're flourishing and thriving and like surrounded by people that love you, et cetera. Um, and it's okay to feel your feelings. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to be um, upset. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to feel these things like fully, to fully, fully feel them. I was angry a lot at what was going on in the country. And every time there was a shooting and then there was all this anxiety I had with, you know, wondering where the next one was going to be and, and all of that, right. It's okay to feel feelings and to be upset and, um, that it does get better, right. There, there always are going to be pluses and minuses. And that one of my favorite quotes, everything is temporary. That's a huge one, huge, huge, huge one for me. Um, okay. Number 28, your most memorable, memorable day and why? 
It's a fun one. And maybe it is your birthday or your favorite holiday, but definitely think about that. One of the days that kind of sticks out to you. Um, number 29, anything that surprised or shocked you this year? Hmm, that's a good one. And number 30, your top five takeaways from 2018. So I put down as my top five, I put one, organize your shit and have a decent plan. Um, definitely have a decent plan for sure. Um, number two is save money. All of it. Save the money. Number four, number three, watch what you say. That was a big one. Watch what you say. And really when I say that, I mean like be mindful of what you say. Be mindful of the words that come out of your mouth or that the words that are on, the things that are on repeat in your brain regularly. Uh, number four, feel your feelings. That's a big one. Um, and number six, uh, the, the Roomba. I just said Zumba. The Roomba just came on upstairs. Um, number six is keep just keep swimming. That was a big one. Um, just keep swimming is a big one because <laughs> you know, you have to keep it moving. And I've said that a couple of times now. You have to keep it moving. You have to keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep showing up. Just keep getting out of bed in the morning. Just keep going. Um, yeah. So those are the 30 questions slash like topic areas for um, the reflection. I really recommend taking the time to go through them because it's so powerful and it's so important. And if you are down to do um, the quarterly ones with me, definitely let me know because I'm going to start doing those now. I had that idea like the other day and I'm definitely going to be doing that. Okay. So for getting your mind right for 2019, we're going to talk about 10 things. And um, the cool news here is I actually have, so my, the goal sessions that I have, the goal setting strategy sessions that I have um, are two hours and they have a lot of homework. So if you are interested in getting your actual goals organized and aligned for 2019, um, hit me up. There's a link in my Instagram profile for Whitney Danielle coaching that has a link to my calendar and you can book a time and then it will email you and I'll send you the homework that you do. And it really goes deeper into like the actual goals that you have. So if you're like at the moment where you're prepping for goals, cause that's really the next step here, right? After you do the reflecting, it's time to start prepping. I like that. It rhymed. I may tweet that later. Um, but it is, it's time to do the prepping. So I help with the prepping as well. So I'm not just giving you the, um, reflecting. I'm also giving you the preparation stuff. So hit me up if you want to learn how to get your goals right for 2019. Um, but for this, I'm starting off with your number one thing. So number one, what is your mood slash theme slash word for 2019? Some people like doing words. Some people like having a theme. Some people like having a mood, whatever throws, um, whatever blows your skirt up, whatever, whatever, well, no, whatever. It doesn't matter which one you prefer. Um, I like mood. I, I, I did one for each. Okay. So my mood for 2019 is booked, busy, and blessed. I've heard Ricky Thompson say this quite a bit. And also um, Kayla Walker, who I follow on Instagram, they say this all the time. So definitely that's, that's the mood for 2019. Um, the theme would be like showing up like a boss, showing up like a badass, being able to be um, present regularly. And so then that my word would be consistency. That's my word, my consistency and also execution. So I kind of have two words for 2019. Um, number two, who slash what is your muse going into the new year? Um, so I have a few <laughs> people who inspire the shit out of me are um, Gabrielle Union. Um, so if I could like pick a muse, it would be a blend between Gabrielle Union, Gabrielle Bernstein and 
uh, Beyonce because I feel like Gabrielle Union came out this year as a huge um, advocate, at least to me. I saw her. Um, her book was fantastic. If you haven't read it, you need to read this book. I loved the Audible version. I would definitely recommend the Audible. Um, and Gabrielle Bernstein killed it this year. I mean, she's um, about to have her baby. I don't know if she's had it yet, but it's been a couple of days since I last heard from her. But she is incredible and she's super spiritual. And so it would be great to kind of blend the traveling entrepreneur slash boss ass bitch plus the spiritual also, you know, super grounded, makes her own food and gets excited about weird random stuff type, right? So they're two completely different people, um, but I love them. They both have the first name, Gabrielle. Um, And obviously Beyonce, because when I saw her perform at Coachella, um, I think that was this year. (laughs) It's been such a long year. Um, Wasn't Beychella this year? I feel like it was. So um, when I saw her perform, especially the the um the song um getting the money i think is what the song is actually called um it just blew my mind watching her dance to that and the choreography and just the way they planned this and just her her execution is so incredible it's incredible and the way that she shows up is incredible and that is admirable for me. So those are people that inspire me. Also, obviously, I've got some dudes here. I want to do a crazy blend, Action Bronson and Tyler, the creator. I love them. Um, Action is crazy. And he does his own thing. He doesn't give a fuck. Tyler is also crazy. He doesn't give a fuck. But he's so creative. These are creative people. And I love Tyler because he is so creative. And he's showing up in spaces where people wouldn't necessarily think to see him. And I like that. And he doesn't care. Him and Chelsea Handler, I got to add Chelsea to this list because I just forgot. Chelsea Handler does this as well. Like She inspires me so much because she just doesn't care. She doesn't care and she's always willing to learn. So um, those are definitely my muses for 2019 and people who inspire like the crap out of me on a, on a daily basis. Um, okay. Number three, what is something you'd love to overcome in 2019? I put the fear of the unknown and fear of success. Fear is a big issue. We all have it. Um, and a lot of times it's fear of failure, fear of failure that keeps people back, right. And them stuck. But for me, it's been kind of fear of success. Like, what if I get too big? What if I do this? And like, I'm just, I'm too much for some people and I'm already too much for some people now. And then, right. So that's kind of a, something I'd love to overcome for 2019. Number four, what is something you want to do more of or less of in the new year? Um, definitely more travel exercise, um, I want to be more of an advocate in different communities that I'm a part of, and I'd love to be more of an influencer and actually influence people in positive, really positive ways. Um, I want to do less of being dehydrated. I'm always fucking dehydrated. I'd like to do less of that in 2019. Um, also inconsistency. I'd like to do less of that and, um, less tolerance. I think I want to have less tolerance for some of the fuckery and bullshit that people try to bring into my world. Um, sometimes I tolerate it. I, I learned to soften and I'll talk about that a lot in 2019, but part of that is also you have to balance it with like a low tolerance for certain things. So that's what I would say for that one. Um, I think we're at number five, number five is what is a huge super goal you want to accomplish in 2019 that low key makes you nervous as hell. Um, well, for me, it's going to be hosting like in-person events, um, maybe doing a panel that sounds kind of scary, but like, I would love to do it. Um, what else? Yeah. 
those were like my main things I really want to do. And, you know, just like build my business to like a really, really profitable level. Um, that was number five. Number six, how do you plan on making this year a year to remember? Mm, I like this one. Um, obviously extreme planning, like hella focus, hella focus. I love that. Hella focus, extreme planning, and then unwavering faith, like working on my mindset, working on my thoughts, working on how I'm showing up in the world. These are things that I have to do in order to, to get the results that I want, that I said that I wanted in number four. Um, and number five. So number seven is what do you want to have the money to afford to buy in 2019? Uh, for me, this uh, new year will mean saving up. So it's going to be a lot of down payments. I want a down payment on a home and a down payment on a G wagon, the, um, whatever the newest 2019 or 2020 version of the G 65 AMG. That's what I'm doing this year. I'm getting a house somewhere. Um, yeah, down payments all the way. What else? Um, number seven. Nope. That's what we already did. Number eight, who do you want to spend more time with in 2019? Ooh, um, how about some exercise equipment? <laughs> I want to get fit again. I want to get back to feeling like I am fit. I felt like I'm fit on and off my whole life, but I always do it in spurts. It's never been like consistently Whitney's been fit. It's always in spurts. So I want to get back on that train. Like I've got the Peloton bike um, at my disposal, yoga. I did a lot of yoga this year, um, a lot of hot yoga. But then when I left Dallas, I was doing it for a couple of months and then I, I dropped off again. So I want to get back into doing um, cycling and yoga on a regular basis and also walking. Um, so that's what I want to spend more time doing. Um, yeah. Also Bay. I put that on here. I want to spend more time with Bay. Who is Bay? I don't know, y'all. If you know who he is, um, send him my way. Thanks. Because that's why I want to spend more time with the 2019. Uh, okay. Number nine, what skills do you want to learn, improve, or master? Um, nine, what do I want to learn, improve, or master? I will say sales and marketing, just business stuff a lot. Um, I want to learn how to plan trips internationally. That's kind of a good one, right? I want to plan trips internationally. My sister is really good at planning trips. If you ever need like a planner or something, definitely hit her up. Um, let me know and I'll send you her information. She's really good at it just for fun. Um, but it's a skill that I want to learn for myself as well, because I want to learn how to plan really epic trips. Um, and then number 10, your top travel destinations, um, for 2019, it's going to be Barcelona and London. I've been wanting to go to London since like circa 2008. Uh, one of my friends got married. One of my high school friends got married. She's actually in Spain right now with her brand new baby who I really want to see and meet. Um, and I met her at, at her wedding in Virginia years and years ago. Um, I met her really good friend from Spelman University. And I think this was like 2009, actually 2009. Yeah. I want to say it was like April 2009 or 2010. And I met her and she was from London and I was like, dude, I want to go to London. She's like, you should come. And I was like, I will. And then I never did. So um, I want to go there. My youngest sister is studying abroad in Barcelona and I'd love to go visit her at the first um, in Q1 of 2019. So there's a couple trips there. Um, but yeah, guys, that pretty much sums up the entire list. I've given you some of my answers and some of my like highlights and whatnot. I would definitely, 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 please, please, please recommend you take the time and do this for yourself in a journal, write it down, print out my little document so you have it with you and yeah, share it with a friend. I think this is a really powerful exercise that everyone should do um, and also keep me in the loop because I will be creating um, some sort of a 
a review for the end of each quarter as well. So I'll, I'll design a quarterly review for you all and I'll have that ready for 2019 at the end of Q1. So if you want to do this every quarter and then like compile all of the quarters at the end of the year and review them, you can, because I think that would be a fantastic idea. So Anyway, make sure you're subscribed to Network and Spill. Thank you so much for tuning in. Add me any questions, anything you have. Hit me up on social media, Whitney Danielle Coaching on IG, Whitney Danielle Co. on Facebook, Whitney DC Life on Twitter. And um, yeah, I'm everywhere. So hit me up if you need to send me an email, Whitney at WhitneyDanielle.com. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye.